You're hit, man. You're bleeding. I ain't got no time to bleed. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest, a weekly podcast where movie enthusiasts, ex-movie theater projectionists, new and old friends, take the time to talk about a movie that we just watched and answer that very question, should or shouldn't you watch this? If it bleeds, we can kill it, Seth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The seventh movie of the 12 movie review series of our Alien and Predator Extravagans. And this, this is part two. One. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to part one, please go and hit up part one, part one and come back to part two. Yeah. No, no. Hit up part one, then watch this effing movie. Then. Yeah, you need to watch this. If you haven't seen this movie, shut this, shut this GD. <laughs> podcast off and go watch it right now yes my men are not expendable seth i know and i don't do this kind of work but the popcorn priest does so join us for part two of our deep dive and review of predator from 1987 aka get to the choppa and handshake meme Mm -hmm. i can't believe it and expendables correct arnold schwarzenegger Knock, knock. Versus. Knock, knock. Predator. Ah! Predator. Rated R. The Battle of the Century starts Friday, June 12th. That's way better than the other one, I think. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good good trailer. Well, I think we just jump right into it, man. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. Popcorn trivia for Predator. I seriously, again, I just for the viewers... Sometimes I do some research. Sometimes I don't. I absolutely did not. So this is all new to me. I wanted it to be a surprise. So. Well, if you remember, we had two homework assignments. One was... You did. Well, yeah, me. One was get some clips to share, which we'll share a little bit later. Yes. And number two, we I kept this purposely out of the body count because it was by the numbers, but... There were some spoilers in here. Yeah, so. body counts a spoiler, bro. What? Uh, well, no, you could say I could have said a total amount, but this mm. one's pretty specific. Okay. Be- because it's not just bodies; it's other things. Okay. So, Wait, first one predator was killed. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> one. Yes, one. Is that predator. right? Yes, that's one. That's the end. <laughs> but how many humans? Um. Ooh. Does this take into account when the, like the, the encampment? Yeah, when they're going to hit that, like... Yeah, 72. That's pretty good. 69 humans oh, man, what were a great killed. At, most of them at the hands of Dutch. Yeah, 100%. Which is Arnold. Dude. <laughs> one scorpion. One, oh, yeah. One boar. Oh, yeah. And one predator. That's the body count. Excellent. Speaking of body count, after Dutch impales a bad guy against a wooden post with his machete, mm-hmm. he utters the immortal one-liner, stick around. Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> this was apparently improvised by Arnold. <laughs> I mean, that's not <laughs> too far of a stretch. I'm not trying to laugh at Arnold. He's my favorite person, but like, that's hey, not his strength. Can you imagine... Hey, uh, John, could I say stick around here? I was thinking it'd be really cool <laughs> if it's like a pun. I love puns. Uh, speaking of other lines, Dutch's line, get to the chopper, or choppa. Get to the chopper. 
is Arnold Schwarzenegger's personal favorite catchphrase of all of his films that he appears in. It's a good one, dude. And it's great. It's so... And the way he screams yeah. it, it's just perfect. I, I keep Get wanting to, to do his voice, but I'm terrible. Get to the chopper! He like screams the end part, <laughs> and he doesn't say the R. It's just great. It's the best. And speaking of voice stuff, Peter Cullen was reluctant, and this guy did Optimus Prime, voiced yeah. Optimus Prime. Yeah, we're talking Predator voice here. Was reluctant to take the job of voicing the Predator as he injured his throat playing the title character of King Kong on, in the movie ni- uh, 1976. What? That's weird. Man, that's probably wrong. The other King. He, was, like, growled too loud. Because that's 76. Or... He, if he injured his voice in 76, and this is 84, like, was he just... Don't just injured. You don't know, man. All right, well, whatever. It's a decade but he, recovery. <laughs> he eventually accepted after seeing a picture of the unmasked creature. Oh, man. So again, Stan Winston. Thanks, thanks Sylvester Stallone. Or no, no, no. Thanks, Arnold. Arnold. Thanks, so Arnold. Because of Arnold reaching out to his buddy, Stan Winston, him giving us the beautiful character design and creature design of yep. predator do we get yep. peter cullen coming in to voice the <laughs> i did yes. it better the last, the last episode just yeah. go back and listen to go my, back it's hard because it, it's it's like with your throat and if i can't my, even roll my r's bro there's no way i can make the predator noise yeah it's like yeah you have to wiggle that skins back there and it's, it's kind of hard i literally have zero control i don't even know what that means my I mean, throat is for eating <laughs> I have great respect for Peter Cullen because it's, yeah. it takes me great effort to do a little bit, and he he nails it. I mean, can you imagine trying to do that? Like move just on little, command all the move time. The, whole, the Goldie folds in your throat <laughs> and like injuring it. Oh, yeah. I pulled a what's I the dangly? A, I pulled my dangly. I pulled my skin throat. Yeah. Oh, can't. <laughs> Ten years later, I, I, I'm worried about this role. Well, one of the elements in the sound. Speaking of sound of the snap to pre- the when they snap to the predator mm-hmm. vision it's a crap of a crack of a whip oh wow when they go yeah which is awesome that's that like jolts you 100%. into 100% okay we're in a separate section there are so many sounds like we watched predator 2 honestly without so much great groundwork mm-hmm. that movie would have been unwatchable it would like, have been pretty bad well see- combined with the score yeah, the of score, Predator in Predator Two. All of that like really draws you back into Predator, which is a much better movie, but it it does a great job of drawing from all the successes. Yeah, that. By the way, <laughs> buckle up for Predator Two because that's a doozy. <laughs> you or, know, I mean, there's going to be a lot. It's a controversial film. Yeah, let's just say. Yeah, back to Predator. The film provided a variety of hardships for the actors. Hmm such as leeches, snakes, stifling humidity. Where were they again? Mexico. Mexico. It's just all the movies in the 80s, the action movies were filmed in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, The heat, the rough terrain, all of the night scenes were filmed during freezing cold temperatures, which was especially hard on Arnold during the latter half of the film when the mud he had to wear actually pottery clay became cold and wet. Oh. He was warned it would take his body temperature down a few degrees, and he shivered nonstop. Even when they tried to heat him up with lamps, it just made the clay dry out. He tried drinking 
Um, Jaeger tea? Like Jaegermeister, like an alcoholic tea? I guess. Like a yeah, spiked tea? Jaeger is like a black licorice alcohol. Oh, yeah. It says a schnapps mixture. Yeah. To warm him up, but that just got him drunk. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Get to the job. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so that I mean, sounds amazing. That's crazy that all they took all this stuff and one thing was like, oh, we can't do this if it'll cause this. And I mean the last scene where he's mono e mono, you know, mm-hmm. if it was cold in the jungle at night, that scene has new meaning because he was wet. He was half naked. He was covered in mud. Well, and he and it's he all like, pitch black. It's he night. like leaned out too for this move to start the movie. He lost like yo oh, yeah I don't know how many six pounds yeah twenty five pounds to get ready for this. So yeah, imagine like you don't have any fat. You're just full muscle and and you're just freezing cold. Yeah. The <sighs> the stunt man who doubled for Arnold Schwarzenegger for the fall into the river blew out his knee performing the stunt. Dude, what was the show we saw with Leonardo where he's in the snow? The Revenant? The Revenant. That ain't got shit on filming of the Predator. <laughs> Dude, it's watching. There's so many documentaries. Uh, the new 4K release has some really cool stuff in it, which if you have that. that, pick it up. There's one called Making of the Predator. If it bleeds, we, we can kill it. Mm-hmm. And it that has it shows how they filmed some of that with Arnold and with the stuntman, and no wonder he blew out his knee, man. Yeah, dang. Speaking of injuries, John McTiernan broke his wrist while on location, but kept working. Hmm. So, hmm. Uh, I only have a couple more trivia points, but the Predator's blood. What do you think it was made of? Dude, it's got to be a glow stick. It's the inside of a glow stick. <laughs> they they, they say in here it was the color of Mountain Dew, which is yeah. my most favorite beverage. It was made on set. Again, another one of those things where it's like, what are we going to do? And the prop guy's like, well, let's break open these glow sticks, yes. which it was what, what it was, and KY jelly and like mix it together. And that's your... I can see blood. why in the jungle you might have some glow sticks. Yeah. But on this set, what in the fuck do you need <laughs> KY for, bro? What do we have at hand? What do we have lots of that's easily accessible? Get the lube. Like, <laughs> Maybe they were just so lonely being in the jungle, all these dudes. Because there's only one lady in the whole movie. Like the entire movie, there's one woman. Oh, it's yeah. It's the, the person that they captured. Yeah, and then she... Takes off her necklace and gives it to Ramp. No. No, dude. dude. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) The original concept for this movie was a joke. Someone said that the only person Rocky Balboa had yet to fight was E.T. the extraterrestrial. Seriously, when we watched it, I said that. I was like, oh my gosh, this this is Rambo with an alien. And multiple times they've they've cited that influences for this film were aliens and Rambo first blood. Honestly, it is a perfect mashup of those two items. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's exactly what's amazing about this show. No one should have ever made this show. Like there's so many multiple levels of machismo in this movie. Yeah. That there's even another level where Arnold's like, you know what? I'm going to make my own Rambo, but I'm going to add an alien in it. (laughs) 
he there's similarities to Rambo and saying the mud. All it's exactly Rambo except he fights a freaking alien. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so great. So speaking of the actual premise, the film originally featured a Native American soldier as the lead. This character eventually evolved into Billy, but then mm. he took second fiddle or third fiddle, which he had a great death. And you know what's interesting about that? Not his death, but the the fact that it was going to be based on a Native American soldier. The new Predator that's coming out, it's called, well, first it was called Skulls. Okay, there's a new, there's another Predator coming down? Yeah. Yeah, they just finished principal photography. (laughs) (laughs) They finished principal photography and it was called Skulls. I don't know what it's called now. They changed the name, but it's based in old indian times in america oh like the 1700s 1600s yeah and and i think he battles a indian warrior dude it's like kind of starting to get to where it started with where you see him get the what the pirate guy's gun at the end oh yeah from the graphic novels yeah like that's kind of going back to the graphic novels that's cool yes very yeah. cool. So I'm really pumped for that. I'm not really sure when that's coming out, but I'm in. I'd like, love to see something with like the a more stark difference between the tech. You literally have a dude with maybe a bow and arrow and a horse against a guy. Well, with and that's what made this movie so compelling tech. is at the end, you've got Arnold just using what he's got. Dude, where he sees Arnold and he, he like, grabs him and sizes him up he throws him against the wall and he looks him over and then it switches to the view and you can see he's like scanning him for weapons he has no weapons and then he just drops him and goes and stands as like a silhouette against the moon and takes his freaking helmet off like like okay we're we're doing this we're gonna fight now like we're gonna hand-to-hand fight it's like the neck beard in me is like (laughs) yes yes Dude with honor, <laughs> alien guy. It was so awesome. And it was drawn out too with the slope. Oh yeah. Oh he <laughs> he has like eight of them attached. Yeah, he has he at only least attached four. one. He only like he pulls like three or four out. I think. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, it's great. This is you're gonna love this because it ties into Predator too. Excellent. It's my last. I saved it for my last trivia point, just for you. I'm all ears. According to actor Gary Busey. Ooh. who stars in Ooh. Predator 2. When he was interviewed on the set of Predator 2, Dylan was working for Peter Keyes, and that Peter Keyes commissioned the CAA operation in the Central American jungle, yes. and that he used Dylan to send Dutch and his team into the Central American jungle to draw out the Predator and sending Dutch and the team to the Central American jungle to eliminate the uh, guerrilla war- warriors was a play and that Dylan wasn't aware Keyes was actually using him. Wow. Dutch and his team uh, to capture the Predator. So why don't they, that's such an amazing tie-in. Why don't, they didn't even talk about that at all in Predator 2. They could, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to spoil Predator 2, but they literally could have, of all the things that they talked about, yeah, none were as relevant as what you just. I know we saw they kind some of, ridiculous. They stuff. kind of hint to it a little bit, but it's not, it's not to that detail. And it's amazing that Gary Busey is like 
he knows about it because it was probably in his backstory. Dude, or when character. they give your character bio, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, why doesn't the audience get that shit? Come Dude. on. I mean, remember that, to bring that up when we do that podcast because we'll have to go into a deeper dive. I can't. I kind of feel. I kind of feel like I should put put this in popcorn beefs. Cause this is beefy. I mean, yeah, dude. Not a, we'll put it in that popcorn beefs. Yeah. Speaking of beefs. Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? So I have one, two, three, four, five, six beefs of a movie that I absolutely love. I haven't thought about this a ton, but off the top of my head, I can't think of any. But I'll let's probably if, agree. Let's see if you agree with my yeah. beefs. Okay, the first one is the mandibles of the Predator were the idea of James Cameron, who stated, you know, I've always wanted to see something with mandibles. And Stan Winston said, hmm, that's an interesting idea. And he started drawing the now famous mandibles of the Predator. So between the Rastafarian painting and Joel Silver's office, which we <laughs> talked about before that's in last cool. week's, and the mandible idea from James Cameron, Winston came up with the Stan Winston's Predator. And James Cameron takes complete credit for it, saying, even though I had nothing to do with it, obviously. Doesn't that sound like... Sound like James Cameron? Freaking James Cameron. Of course it does. Oh, yeah, I, I made the Predator. I invented the internet. It, like, come know, on, bro. I want to like shit on people like that, but... There, I bet there's a thousand things he could say that about, and I bet every other one except this is true. Yeah. He just has achieved he's a awesome. level of success that I think you have to say he's gonna. You're gonna be a little bit of a douche if you make aliens and like all and Titanic. And Titanic and the other top grossing movie of all time, and they re released it so that he could get the. Uh, he could get back on top, back on top over over Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I, say whatever the whatever you want. You're gonna have to put up with some of that shit when someone's the top, maybe the goat of some shit. Yeah, but, yeah. he still beefy to me. Yeah, like, Stan Winston's the goat of that. Take you, sorry, give James. Stan credit, Stan Winston credit, bro. Arnold, dude, Arnold gets well, credit Arnold for all too, this shit. Yeah. That's dope. Which is awesome. Yeah, I love it. So here's my second beef. John McTiernan wanted, wants to be clear that the Predator's dreadlocks are in no way a signifier of racial ethnicity. What, what is your beef about that, <laughs> that he the, had to say that at all? I mean, yes, but to me, <laughs> this is probably horrible and might get cut out. I'm really, it's not going to get cut, guys. Uh, <laughs> because every time I see like an amazing athlete, like on football or <laughs> like anywhere, Marshawn Lynch. I'm like, dude, there's a predator. Get <laughs> We are going to win because we have a predator on the court in your defense and not to bring up predator two again. <laughs> they did make dreadlocks a big fucking part of that movie for no other reason than the visual tie-in to the effing predator i mean i don't know why else they brought the rastafarians in in there why it's so So, crazy say what you want bro but it's a racial okay no i don't know all right it's a medium beef yeah medium beef most of the film was shot under the original title hunter as can be seen on clapboards in the outtakes on the special edition. It was only later when the creature design was changed 
that the movie became Predator. Predator also became the default name for the creature's species used by fans, despite never being mentioned on screen until Predator 2. In several extended universe comic book series, the creatures are referred to as the Yanta, or Y-A-U-T-I-J-A, Yancha? I don't know, Yanta? Yantija. Yantija. Which has since been, since become a widely accepted semi-official name. Arnold actually makes a distinct pause in the movie after he says Hunter, as that was going to be the title of the film. So they wanted to like make that prominent. But Mm. like my beef is that they ever even thought that there couldn't be another name for this than Predator. I know it's easy for me to say that looking back, but it's, it's Predator. How could it ever be the Hunter I don't know, man. Predator is way better. And maybe, I, you're right, they didn't really say, oh, no, that's the Predator alien species. But it really, it's like Zipper. Yeah. It became, that's what that, mother, that's what that thing is called. Yeah. yeah zipper Kleenex. and Kleenex. You yeah. don't say, I'm going to get a, a facial tissue. Can you grab me a tissue? A I facial a tissue. Kleenex, yeah. bro. I want a Kleenex. I so, want a Predator. I yeah. want a Hunter. I don't want anything else. I want a Predator. Hunter is so almost earthly predator is makes it more human yeah like it's someone hunting something hunting is is something that like you could i could be a hunter you could be a hunter it doesn't denote who's at the top of the chain here yeah predator is like if someone is my predator that means i'm their prey yes that's not he is better there right yes yeah yeah i agree all right beef number four okay Mythbusters, which I love, okay, I love Mythbusters, proved that covering yourself entirely in mud doesn't, in fact, conceal your body heat because after only a short time, the mud on your skin becomes warmer. Here's my beef. Mythbusters, don't, don't mess, don't try to even myth bust the myths here we don't need these myths busted these are just leave it alone okay why did you have to adam savage dude stop i know you listen (laughs) and i need you to listen (laughs) stop busting these myths because when they do that show the movie ones like that are usually write-ins from fans it's like fans wondering okay about it's very i bet they were Let's just at least imagine they were very respectful about it. Yes. They were. They Any, anyone on the internet is very respectful. Yes. Very kind and considerate of everyone's ideas. They weren't ideas. putting the movie down. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> that was that's my beef. My beef is with Myth, Mythbusters. Yeah. Adam Savage. All right. Last two beefs. When it came time to recognize Predator with an Academy Award nomination, the combination of techniques used had the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences officials scratching their heads, unsure as to which category the Predator belonged. The mechanical features of the character's head suggested the making, um, the makeup effects category, but due to the camouflage effect, there was a visual effects aspect to the character as well. Ultimately, Winston was nominated for an Oscar for Predator in the visual effects category just as he had been for aliens, hmm. which he, which is awesome. Yeah. But he and his co-nominees lost to the effects team for inner space from 1987. I've never heard of that movie. Yeah, you have. It's, it's got, um, this, uh, Martin short, they, 
go inside a bo- the human body. They shrink down a guy. No. Look it up, inner space. Is anyway, it good? Should I watch it's it? It's not as good as Predator. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's great. I was a kid, I was like, this is awesome. But not as good as Predator. For was sure. this like part of the Honey I Shrunk the Kids line? Was that part no, of No, it's a little more grown up than it's not specifically a kids movie. Hmm. Anyway. Dang it. This is illustrating just how confused the Academy was over his new blending of special effects, making his makeup and visual effects technologies the same year that it categorized the Predator creature as a visual effect. It honored Rick Baker with an Oscar in the makeup category for his work on Harry and the Hendersons, despite the fact that Harry had been achieved in exactly the same way that the Predator had, (laughs) with a performer wearing a suit and a mechanical head. In fact, the same actor, Kevin Peter Hall, the same dude. had performed in both suits. <laughs> so I have many layers of beef here. I've got beef with the Academy for like, ooh, what do we do? I got <laughs> like, beef that they didn't honor my boy Stan. And then I got beef that they didn't honor Kevin Peter Hall yeah. for both performances. They're just yeah, awesome. And we're glad we got him back in Predator 2 because he died shortly thereafter. Yeah, that's sad face. Yeah. R.I.P. He's seven too, man. R.I.P. Kevin Peter Hall. I also like his name. K.P.H.? K.P.H. I mean, if you knew him, don't say it if you didn't, Chris. I don't know him personally. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay, then don't say <laughs> K.P.H. like I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were close. Speaking of... Stan Winston. So not everyone at the shop shared Stan Winston's high opinion of the Predator project. There were just a few of us, this is the guy quoting the guy in, the, in his shop, working on Predator, recalled a special effects Predator team member and co-founder of the EFX team, Howard Berger. While everyone else was working on the Monster Squad... At the exact same time, which is a my favorite yeah, your movie, favorite Hollywood or favorite Halloween Halloween movie. movie yes, the attitude of the shop was that the, those of us on Predator were on the bastard show, and that the Monster Squad was the really cool show to be on. We were the redheaded stepchildren of the studio at the time. But hey, heard of the Monster Squad lately? Seen Whoa. any Monster Squad versus Alien sequels? That's what this guy's saying. <laughs> It's understandable why everybody was excited about they the Monster Squad. They must have squad. really, like, hazed the shit out of this dude. This is like the Michael Jordan Hall of Fame acceptance speech, dude. Yeah. Like, remember, guys, you fucking seen any sequels of Monster Squad, you pieces of shit? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. he's probably still sending texts to these guys. <laughs> he t- Seriously. <laughs> There's another Predator movie coming out. Yeah, you ever heard? <laughs> hey, another Predator movie, you ever heard of it? But oh my gosh. to be honest, there's another tie-in. Rick Baker did all the character effects for, or creature effects for Monster Squad. And it's, well, no, it's Stan, Stan Winston did that. But like the the Wolfman and all that stuff, it's all his stuff. It's yeah. really awesome. It's crazy they were working on both of those. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I, miss, I misspoke there. Not Rick Baker, it was Stan Winston's crew. Any other things you want to talk about before we get into puzzles and the final category of popcorn redemption i have a hard time coming up with beefs because of what the movie is yeah Um, and usually your 
high beef ratio. I'm a beef. <laughs> Dr. Dare has beef, so many man. beefs. I don't know. There was even a scene I thought about it where they, they literally, the predator runs off and then like, it feels like an eternity later, every one of these dudes is shooting round after round. One That's dude one of my most favorite he's, scenes. Yeah, he's like popping grenades. The odds of hitting this dude are long gone. Yeah. It's almost like a, hey, look what we got. So I kind of see dumb, it. But I kind of see it differently. Thing. I see it like this team has a really strong connection and camaraderie. Yeah. And when the one guy's like, "Listen, I saw something," and they're like, "Okay," they don't even. They come right in. They look. They took a ga- glance. Which there's so many great snap yes. cuts to people's yes. just reactions where they don't talk for a long just time. Just their face. Yeah. And they come in, Arnold's like, all right, this guy's firing, I'm in. I'll just I know, shoot but whatever. Dude, they like reload their gun. This is not how guns work, man. Especially okay. the dude who was the guy who wanted to die because he didn't want to be on set very long. Oh, Shane Black. Shane Black's character literally is shooting grenades. They're going off like 10 feet. This dude was 100 yards away when we started shooting. <laughs> yeah. And, but, but again, not a beef because... It's an amazing scene. Yeah. I love it so much. We get to see Jesse Ventura as the with the old painless. Oh my gosh, yes. By the way, before we get into popcorn puzzles, you requested that I get a couple of quotes from yes. uh, from Jesse the body, govern the governor. Yeah, we need the body. So these this is for you. Yes. Okay. okay. This is not for this is not requested of the popcorn priest. So if you want to Send any hate mail. You won't. This please is going to be amazing. Please, Buckle your seatbelts, dude. Please send it to at. No, I was going to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what your handle it's is. It's at uh, Dr. Doc- Dare. It's Dr. Dare at gmail.com forward slash dot gov. Yeah, I'll make that later. <laughs> okay, here we go. Get that stinking yeah. shit out of my face. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Yeah, spread this on your sore-ass plane. <laughs> Dude. The thing is, I, I've i adapted and I realize how insensitive m- much of the language I used when I was younger. I, I totally yeah, get that. we all adapt, yeah. I totally get that. I unfortunately still love hearing some of those words sometimes and and it's so, this is so long ago i was still using words like that i'll admit yeah. i don't now but <laughs> it's funny when it's he says it just like a goddamn <laughs> sexual tyrannosaurus and his, his, his face and Dude. his little like chin dimple and like he's like got so much chaw in his mouth it's hilarious you, Again, you look at Rambo, you look at these other movies, they literally were like, how can we turn this up a notch? And they're like, all right, drop drop the word faggot and oh, no. say sexual tyrannosaurus. That's how we can be <laughs> There's no more way. macho. <laughs> they're like, a tyra- sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> all right, here's another one. This isn't as controversial, but I really love it. Pictures dug in like an Alabama tick. <laughs> You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. 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 
he just looks at him like, okay. Okay, buddy. And I like later on in that scene where he where he basically shoots a grenade and he's like, you got time to duck? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. oh, shoot. And he's carrying that huge Gatlin gun. Yep. It's amazing. All right, let's get into popcorn puzzles. Hmm. A sphincter says what? <laughs> what? Huh? A sphincter says what? What? Exactly. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. All right, so here's some of my puzzles. Most of the cast and crew suffered from traveler's diarrhea since the Mexican hotel in which they were living was having problems with water purification. Oh, surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah. The only ones who didn't get sick were Arnold and John McTiernan. Hmm. Probably because they had secret bottles of water or something. Private but, chefs. Private chefs, No, yeah. he, he requested a private chef. Yeah. Arnold always does. But, I mean, if I can give anyone a PSA, like, don't drink the water. Man. Don't drink the milk on the set. Don't drink milk. <laughs> and don't, rotten don't milk. drink the water in And Mexico, don't bring man. real guts from, like, real cows yeah. and stuff and let it be on set for days. There's some weird similarities to these, mo- <laughs> to these movies, man. Mm-hmm. The original plot had Dutch pitted against the Predator alone. Schwarzenegger thought this was a bad idea. The script was rewritten to include a team of crack commandos. I mean, again, we're showing how Arnold's pretty smart when it comes to these stories. Growing up when I was younger, you'd see people and you're like, oh, they're just good at this. It came easy. You know, you really take for granted how people got to the success. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people who are buff. Mm-hmm. Not that not only is he the well, best he, in the world at that. You talk about Ferrigno at the exact yes. same time he was famous. They were both famous at the exact same yeah, time. You see that Arnold, Sylvester, these people really do have like a level of genius to them that is easy to discredit, but they really are brilliant, brilliant people. Yeah. He knew Stan Winston without Stan Winston. And really without the crack, you know, team, the movie's half as good. It's not as good. Those, just those two stupid things, and he's he's remade the movie for the better. Makes it's, it it's so crazy. Amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. Kudos and hats off to you, Arnold. We love you. The B camera, these are the guys who shoot the B roll, was given a reel of incorrect film stock which is why some of the shots have a grainier texture than others. And oh, I noticed wow. it quite a bit in this movie, and yeah. I'm pissed at the B-roll guy because now my 4K Blu-ray that looks amazing on my huge screen, now occasionally I've got really grainy shots because of this ding-dong. I think in there, dishonor, we should start calling it the B-roll squad. <laughs> the B-roll. Not just the B-squad, it's the B-roll squad. The B-roll squad, for sure. So my beef is with you, cameraman. Yeah, dude. switching the stock. That should have been in the beefs, man. It is. Oh, we're no. In, we're in... Uh... No, that's puzzles. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The puzzle is, why did he do that? That's like lame. Yeah, freaking B-Squad move. The tree that the Predator stands on in the end confrontation was made of concrete in order to support the weight of the actor and his costume. That's one of the dopest scenes of any movie. I, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, the branch isn't huge that he's standing on, but it's like a wide shot. 
That whole tree they made into concrete. I That's didn't even know that. I didn't either. It's really that that whole everything about that is amazing. hundred percent. The shot, the lighting, the 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 flare that he shoots off with the 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 light changes. It's almost kind of reminds me of nineteen seventeen with those shots in the in towards the middle of the movie where oh, where they're wow. shooting flares over and the and the lighting changes. It's really really cool. I mean, that might be too much. Too much comparison. 1917 cinematography is like the best I've ever I'm seen. I'm just saying one one thing. They like accidentally in, got close. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa. So here's another puzzle, and it's kind of a puzzle beef hmm. like we've been sharing. We call that the peef. The peef. Oh, dude. That <laughs> I sounds, got a popcorn peef. That so, <laughs> sounds so gross. The Predator's Blood. Which we already talked about, which we love. It's it's green. It's so amazing. Cool. Was originally supposed to be orange, but it was difficult to accomplish. An effects guy instead suggested they cut open the glow sticks and simply pour the liquid on whatever they needed. Like, dude, if it was green orange, is way cooler. It would have been lame. That's green is kind of synonymous to me with space with you know, like science alien. fiction. Yeah, it really it with aliens and, so, and yeah. maybe because more because of this movie, it's like synonymous with that. Maybe they didn't do green because they didn't want to f- feel like they were copying Alien. Yeah, but orange is so close to red. Like, just use something different. Use red or whatever. I like just kind of hate the color orange. <laughs> you have you have beef with orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Any other puzzles that you have? No. No. Right. I have exercised the demons. <laughs> All right, Popcorn Redemption. Again, this category is built because we just, we're going to, gu- we've gushed over this it, film. Bro, you built this because I shit on too many movies. No, it's not you just you. To say nice There's some other guests who've come on the show that are just like super. Negative. You like got to make them say and I, something. And nice. I'm like really not. I, I like pretty forgiving because I just love movies. But that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. But this category is to force people who are negative to be positive at the end. Love it. So to make the fireballs, the crew would just dump gasoline around and light it up. I just love that. Yeah. It's like just dump a bunch of gasoline and light it on fire. I yeah. love it. It's yep. so crazy. The studio would not allow McTiernan to shoot this film in anamorphic widescreen due to the complexities of the optical effects. As a sly sort of retaliation, which I'm, I do this all the time in my graphic design you work. petty motherfucking designers. He designers had, are the most petty people. It's fun <laughs> as long as it's not happening to you. He added an anamorphic version of the film's opening 20th Century Fox logo, which makes it noticeably stretched on screen to, as an FU yes. to the whole studio. <laughs> yeah. And it's still there. So when you see it, it's all weird for a second. I got to watch he's that. he's like, no, I'm, I'm not, this, you want to make me do this? Here's, yeah. I'm going to screw up Here's your logo. You, that's called malicious compliance. <laughs> Malicious compliance, dude. It's I've, awesome. I've done that many times. I've hidden things. I mean, we, yeah. Bro, I'm we not. hid so much stuff on packaging and just <laughs> random crap over the years, man. Yeah, we don't want to Keep reveal. it secret, though. Keep we, it safe. Yeah, keep it safe. 
Originally, Joel Silver wanted Michael Kamen to do the music for this film after collaborating with him on Lethal Weapon. Hmm. But Kamen was unavailable due to his working on Adventures in Babysitting. However, director McTiernan recommended hiring Alan Silvestri after hearing his work on Back to the Future. Hmm. Silvestri's score became so iconic that he was brought back for Predator 2 and the score of Predators from 2010, which reused many of the original musical themes. Oh. And, dude. Oh. It's amazing. I mean, is there any other no, it's score amazing. that's like... I mean, there's probably five or six that are super, super famous, but this one just, it just makes me think of predator man and and it makes me the thing is is it doubles somehow as as like a an army you know kind of military yeah jungle fight but all but also sounds kind of sci-fi the way that it's kind of both is so it's really cool it's a great score well and that that's that little string section comes in it gives you hope and then it's like you got the commandos again i think if they don't have this then you which is just so quintessentially predator the next movie is it is just it's unwatchable almost yeah. Without all of this. But yeah. with it, it makes it really fun. I like Predator 2 a ton. But there's a lot. I'm going to have a shitload of beefs. Yeah. Like, we're going to be in it. We're going to have to do this from the Arby's. <laughs> That's how much beef <laughs> the, I have. The house that beef built. Yeah. Yeah. They've got the meats, dude. <laughs> They've got the beefs. But, yeah. yeah. Love the score. Love all the sound. Every All of the sound work was just phenomenal. All right. I've only got three other redemptions before we get to our final rating and we'll sign off for Predator. Yeah, yeah. During a confrontation scene with Dylan, Dutch mentions that his crew were not expendable. Not expendables. As of 2020, none of the actors who played Dutch's crew appeared in any of the three expendables films, unlike Arnold Schwarzenegger, who appeared in all three of them. So. I, we... When we watched Rambo, when we did the Rambo pods, we noticed the word expendable using used all the time. And then obviously the expendables came out, but they really did drop this. Maybe that's a military term that I just don't know. But man, do they drop that freaking word they so much. They have lot. like a conspiracy almost. Yeah, dude. Like we've seen the genesis of that that movie. Yeah. All right, I have two more, and one of them is kind of long, but it's really kind of a funny story. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about the hardships that the crew went through. The hardships of the location were many. Gunfire from Guatemalan rebels could be heard at night. That's awesome. Poisonous snakes often invaded the production camp. That's not awesome. (laughs) Working extremely long and hard days and nights in these conditions, Stan Winston's crew found release in practical jokes. Of course. The hotel where we were staying in Mexico was right at the edge of a forest, Richard London recalled. And on the lawn were hundreds of frogs hopping out of the forest. So some of us went down and gathered up a bunch of these frogs, which were huge, half a loaf of bread in size, and filled the shower stall in Stan's room with them. Then we hid and stood back to hear what would have happened. 
When Stan got back to his room after a couple of minutes, we could hear him yelling, frogs, frogs, there's frogs in my room. (laughs) Who put frogs in my room? (laughs) And we stuck our heads in all innocently asking, Stan, what happened? He said, somebody put frogs in my room and all I know. (laughs) And he says, who did it? Was it Arnold? (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stan were always playing practical jokes on each other, confirmed Landon. So, of course, Stan assumed Arnold had put the frogs in his room. And they ran with it. He told us to help him gather up the frogs, and we put them in Arnold's room. Yes. What we didn't realize was that Arnold's wife, Maria Shriver, was visiting that weekend, and Arnold didn't find the frogs. Maria did, and she was not happy. (laughs) For years, Winston continued to believe that Schwarzenegger had initiated the frogs' incident. And that was how he had told the story when he appeared on the Arsenio Hall show (laughs) one night. It wasn't until the following night when appearing on the same show, Schwarzenegger swore his innocence before a television audience of millions that Shane finally confessed and Winston learned that his own crew members had been the culprits. I never knew it wasn't Arnold, Winston said, because from the day it happened, we never spoke of it. I kept waiting for him to bring it up and he kept waiting for me to bring it up. And neither of us ever did. And that's why the truth didn't come out until years later. Dude, I bet she was so pissed she couldn't even call the maid to come clean it up. <laughs> Dude. Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All right. Speaking of Schwarzenegger, this is my most favorite. Makes me smile and happy about this movie. Schwarzenegger believed this movie was such a hit. Why do you think he thought this movie was a hit? Like, what do you mean? Like, why did he what part cre- of the movie? Did yeah, he- why did he credit this being a hit? This macho man because because of his presence in it. Because the heroes were impressively muscular and yes, big. Yes, that's the reason. Yes, he pinpointed that's the only reason why it was successful because <laughs> everyone was beefy, so beefy. <laughs> Oh my Dude. God. Of course. I just, I just love that he's like, oh yeah, this is great because it's, we are swole. It's not a film of CCs. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a mystery. I love this stupid. Golden Bucket. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I had ever seen it. I remember it was on like TNT and different stuff, different, different channels when I was a kid. And so I've seen bits. I saw it on HBO. Oh man, we definitely was, didn't have HBO. That was one of the we got it channels. illegally, and it was amazing. <laughs> Better times, dude. My dad got it for like one month trial, and it just stayed. You know, you back then you just wiggle a wire and you get HBO. I know, and it was man. amazing. Yeah, but I honestly, dude, not just the subject matter, but literally the very beginning of the movie, they don't say shit about it. They don't say it's about an alien. They don't give you a single. You just see people loading trucks and kind of moving out. Mm-hmm. Then you see Dutch's team in the helicopter. They don't they don't go around and do intros. There's no, they just get to work. It, it is from start to finish. Dude. A, an awesome movie. It's th- that's that scene where you you see Dutch when you when introduce introduced to him his character. He's in the chopper. 
Yeah. And it's dark in there, and you see his cigar just burn. Oh, my gosh. And they had to digitally add that because it wouldn't work during the shot. But uh, but that scene is just so awesome. It sets the tone. The guy amazing. comes out. He's got a... His shirt is like painted on. It's like a red polo, dude. Then again, this the arm the lock scene, me, handshake meme. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's an amazing show, dude. It's really great. Yeah, it's. I think if you're talking about the two franchises, you've got Alien and Aliens and Predator as the the cornerstones, and then the other ones. I think you have to have. To me, you have to have a non-sci-fi like Rambo. Those three are really what... Mm-hmm. I don't think Alien and Predator are the mix. I think it's Rambo and Alien are the mix that creates Predator, man. Yeah, It's that's so true. good. Yeah. Uh, well, any parting Arnold, thoughts? Arnold, dude, come be on the podcast. <laughs> he needs to be on the show. He just needs to be a part of my life. Yeah, I always... Maybe my dad was sad. My dad was sad, but I told I told him multiple times. I wish Arnold was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I told my dad that, and he's like, "Dude, that could be arranged. You were adopted once." Oh no! And I was like, "You're a real jerk." Anyway, I've had a rough life. None of, none of that is true, except that I am adopted. Yes. Hit me up on the twitters or the instas if you Are want it. Done. Yeah, this is it. Oh, this is the end of the pod. I'm so sad. <laughs> Let's watch it and make another Predator podcast. We will. It, when we get huge, we'll do. We'll we'll watch Predator yeah, and record, fuck heat, man. Yeah, Predator. <laughs> we'll watch this and we'll record our voices. Predator while can we be our it. Thanksgiving movie. Oh, Thanksgiving! It's yeah. a feast. Yeah, dude. He's feasting on meat. I'm thanks feasting with Thank, Predator. Uh, we love it. Sorry. Well, if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest, at Popcorn Priest, drop me a line and say hi. If you've enjoyed this or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe so you can get notifications on our newest episodes. I love movies. And would love it if you'd share the love. Share this with a movie lover in your life. Another way to support the show is by throwing a few shekels at the priest. Visit patreon.com forward slash popcorn priest and see what extra perks you can enjoy. Dude, do it. I did it. You did. I'm on the podcast. (laughs) Come on. As always, thanks for listening. And thanks to my special guest, Dr. Dare. Yeah, love it. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Join us next week for Predator 2, where we roll up some blunts and get into it with the Jamaicans. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you guys (laughs) next week.